0: Good day, listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Stephen and Arjun's Football Podcast. Once again, the podcast is brought to you by Starshark Bakery and Visual Boy SG. Last episode, we had a uh, Gone in 60 Seconds quick choir quiz with Albert and Stephen, which were very interesting, whereby Albert and Stephen both answered 30 questions in 30 minutes. And today, rounding off our top six team, Manchester City. And we are delighted to invite uh, Manchester City fan Yash on board. Yash, welcome.
1: Thanks, Stephen and Arjun. Thanks for having me on. All
0: right, uh, Yash, maybe give a little uh, background introduction about yourself. When you started supporting Manchester City, what made you like Manchester City so
1: much? So, I uh, I'm not, um, basically I'm not a glory hunter. I started supporting City in 2004. Uh, That was when I first started watching football. Um, So, my very first football game was the Manchester Derby when we were really bad (laughs) and it was uh, full dominance by Man United. We used to just see Man United beat us almost in every fixture and we used to get the result. We used to get a result here and there but was fully united but good to see times have changed and uh, yeah basically uh, it's good to be where we are right now. (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I understand a lot of Manchester City fans are, uh, you know, what you call the glory hunters. Uh.
1: So, Mark, what made you, like,
0: fell in love or support Manchester City back then? Because I remember they are the middle to bottom table club, right? Back
1: then. Yeah, we were uh, we were in mid-table. Uh, we were uh. sometimes fighting uh, relegation, I believe, in, in 2004 mm. to 2006. <laughs> I mean, yeah, basically... Um, it's, It was just kind of love at first sight, even though we were so bad. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) there were certain players I really liked at that time. We used to have Uh, players like Ben Thatcher, Vastel, Benjani, Petro. Robbie Fowler. Robbie Fowler was there? Yeah, we had Sanji Hai as well, the Chinese Uh, legend. (laughs) Oh, yeah,
0: Sanji (laughs) Hai. Right back, right back. Is it right back or left back? Yeah, yeah,
1: he was a right back. I mean, Uh. he really served the club quite well. (laughs)
0: Stephen uh, Steven Ireland was there.
1: Steven yeah. Ireland, we had Elano uh, and Elano, that was there, when yeah. our first takeover started. And Robin, we then yeah. Robinho was the
0: first purchase.
1: Yes, so, yeah, I, I, I remember
0: the first remember, game against uh,
2: Chelsea.
0: Uh, yeah, I still remember the the 8-1 defeat by Middlesbrough. so that uh, was one of the low point. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you uh, see a lot of memes about that online.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean because that, that was one of the lowest point. City went before they they got to take over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so without further ado, let's start today's uh, uh, discussion about club in focus Manchester City. Alright, uh, Yash, let's address the elephant in the room. Um, Can Manchester City win the title this season?
1: Oh, is that really a question now? I mean, we have a, we need eight more wins to win the title. Eight more wins to win the title, so It's looking increasingly likely. It's just a question Mm -hmm. of when it possibly could be in the game against Aston Villa. I think we have in April Mm. Um, that would mathematically be over after that if we do manage Mm. to win the next seven games. So yeah, yeah, it's just a question of when. And we also have three other competitions to worry about. Um, Just you see Pep Guardiola rotating his side quite often. Yes. And uh, yeah, we are just now. I'm just looking forward to like the other competitions. We have a Carabao Cup final against Spurs next month. Mm. We also have the Champions League second leg next week, uh, which we should mm-hmm. progress given our 2 0 lead.
0: Yeah, in the first league, right?
1: And Champions League is the one where we really need to improve because our record in Europe has been pretty poor. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. I was surprised, Stephen, that you actually asked that question whether City can win the title this season. Because even I as was going to
1: ask, can City, uh, can City win the quadruple? Yeah,
2: as a United fan, like even though United are second, my only concern is how close United can get to City. But I really don't think they can topple uh, I mean, City. Uh, can. You did have your Derby Day victory, so you have something <laughs> to look back on. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it didn't really make much of a difference other than you keep. The bottom teams at bay to give United some breathing space. Uh, I think, uh, like from a United perspective, it's more to maintain the distance with the chasing pack rather than worrying about City. I think the title is gone.
1: Probably- yeah, and uh, <laughs> what's better is uh, Ole might get a new contract. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Two- no, I think for United, <laughs>
0: yeah, just a sidetrack a bit. United yeah. just focus on getting second and the RuPaulic Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. Speaking about the, the first, the first trophy you talk about is the Carabao Cup. Do you, are you confident against Jose Mourinho next, next one?
1: So, considering our record in this cup, basically mm. we have won it three times in a row now yes. before this season. Yes. Yes. Uh, it is a trophy that Pep really loves. Uh, it yes. was the first <laughs> ever cup he won in England. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, I mean, the Carabao Cup has always been really kind to us. And, uh, of course, even with our draws because we have faced quite a few, like, championship sides on the way as well.
0: <laughs> yes, yes.
1: But, um, but in the last, uh, like, last season, we had Villa in the final. It, it was a good game and they did give us a good game. Then we had Chelsea before that. Now we have Spurs. I mean, with, with Spurs, we did lose the first game earlier in the season, 2-0.
0: Two nil, yes, yes, and, yes, yeah.
1: and then but we did reverse that in the second fixture where we wow. comfortably beat them three 0
0: Yeah,
1: I am quite confident. Yes, uh, and uh, I'm confident also because of uh, Pep's record in cup finals. I think yes. he's only lost one final in his career, and that was to Mourinho's Real Madrid. <laughs> mm. Rio,
0: yeah, so. yeah. I understand Mourinho's record in cup finals is also quite good.
1: Yeah it, i mean yeah. both both are elite level managers yeah so yeah it's going to be it's going to be a very good game i mean yeah. we have to especially now with spurs they are looking much better than how they were in the last few last few fixtures especially with Gareth Bale coming back son and kane hitting form as well so i expect a very difficult game
2: actually against spurs in a final yeah yeah in the final yeah to be honest feels like um M- Mourinho will have some tricks up his sleeve because he always has these things, especially in cup finals. But it does seem like Tadiola will just edge it just because of his squad depth and how great good on form Man City are currently.
1: Yeah, so yeah, we have to make sure that the form carries over from the league uh-huh. and the UCL. We also have the FA Cup next week.
2: Against yeah.
0: Everton.
1: Yeah, against Everton.
0: Yeah, I think previously we did discuss team-wise first 11 against first, even the squad. La. Uh, Spurs is a, a few levels below City but one walk card that Spurs have is Jose Mourinho the manager yeah.
1: Yeah. I think yeah. Spurs, Spurs do have a very good squad I I do think I mean they're, the front three yeah, are pretty but... good uh, I mean they're a, a bit probably their only weakness is uh, the centre back position and probably the good. wing backs like Aurier and mm. I think regular, Regulon is an amazing left back I think yes. Aurier has a mistake in him always mm. but midfield uh. yeah i think midfield wise they have and dombele who's been hitting form as well um, mm. and then yeah gareth bale coming back like
0: hitting form at the right time i right,
1: Yeah, i mean yeah he's been doing, <laughs> playing really well actually in the last three games
0: <laughs> all right so uh yeah moving on towards champions league so but what, what do you think about it can city win it this season
1: Oh, it's a question we get asked every season. Yeah. year? Look, uh, with the Champions League, I mean, Champions League has always decided on small details, like especially mm. this year in this COVID season, we don't even have like actual home and away legs. True. They all are playing in neutral stadiums. I mean, yes. Yeah, we we don't have we don't have crowds as well. Mm. With, uh, with the Champions League, again, yeah, City have been really, like, what we do is we make a lot of individual mistakes in these Champions League games, like we did against Lyon last season. Yeah. And then, against Spurs as well the season before, when we had that VAR controversy.
0: Yeah, yeah, the last minute winner, Sterling Scott, the right? The
1: you know. handball goal, which I don't believe how it was disallowed. <laughs> And then yeah, we had we were we went out to Monaco as well in Pep's first season. Liverpool, I mean, it's yeah. been. Uh, but this season, what makes a difference? Uh, what makes a difference is that we have a really good defense this season, especially with the signing of Ruben Diaz coming, mm. the reincarnation of John Stones, Laporte. Um, I think our defense is more stable this year. So true. And so I'm more confident this year, actually. I was never confident before. But we still have like teams like Bayern and PSG who look really good. <laughs> Bayern especially. I mean, my only worry is that Sani gets a goal and we get knocked out <laughs> of the Champions League, which <laughs> would be my nightmare. nightmare. Yeah, uh,
2: Ajun, any thoughts, Ajun? Yeah, so uh, just, just another side question to Yash. Uh, since you mentioned the defense, I'd like to know your thoughts on who, who do you think, in your opinion, is your best centre-back pairing at Man City among the Stones, Diaz, and Laporte?
1: Wow. Uh, so actually, just in the game against Fulham yesterday, yeah. all three of them started. So yeah. it's possible that in the Champions League, we do see a back three okay. or a back five with bo- all three of them starting, Yeah. yeah. But right now, I would go for Stones and Diaz um, okay. because Laporte, Laporte always has a mistake in him. I mean, he's been uh, he's been making mistakes in our CL games in the last few seasons, mm-hmm. especially the ones against Spurs. Um, but yeah, but I'm I'm completely fine if even Pep decides to go with a back three. Um, I think he was testing that for the Champions League yesterday in the game against Fulham, testing Mendy as a wing back. And then we have uh, Cancelo as well, who's been amazing this season. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my, my preferred pairing would be Diaz and Stones right now for the Champions League. Okay.
2: Yeah, so just in my opinion uh, as well, like in terms of the Champions League, um, I think uh, Man City probably this is their best chance to win it under Pep uh, out of any season before, just because I don't think there's so many teams that are uh, favorites to win it. Maybe other than Man City, like he said, maybe Bayern. I don't think PSG are good enough to win it. To be honest, I fancy Man City or Bayern to knock PSG out if they come across. So I think realistically, the only team that can stop Man City on the current form is Bayern. So that's probably yeah. Your no, best chance no, I agree
1: it. with you. Uh, yeah. I agree with you, but at the same time, we also have uh, a team teams like Porto that are still in the competition. And... Yeah, definitely, yeah and porto is the kind of team that city would struggle against they are basically uh, they are very similar to leon
2: like the banana and, skin teams right banana people. yeah
1: yes yes yeah. they are backs against their wall yeah and uh, yeah playing with full passion going for every fighting for every ball a lot of lot of fouls and so <laughs> i can I, i'm hoping to avoid porto in the next round i would actually prefer Liverpool, Chelsea or any other team uh, that would try to play on the front foot but not Porto. (laughs) Okay. 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 Uh,
0: Yes, I have a question regarding Champions League. So, uh, yeah, we we all agree that this season is the best season for Pep to go for Champions League because since the title is almost wrapped up. So, let's say uh, City doesn't win the Champions League this season and then they won the league title. Where does that leave with Pep and Manchester City? Because we all know the City management Prefers or they dream of the Champions League victory for City.
1: No, no, I agree with you, Luca. Uh, like for City fans, I mean, if we uh, if we don't if we don't, I mean, all I want to see this year is progression in the Champions yes. League. We have been uh, getting knocked out in the quarterfinals almost yes. every season since Pep took over. At mm. least if we um, if we can make the semifinals at least this year, and if we lose to a very good Bayern side. Mm. Or even uh, like I mean, looking at Chelsea, they also are looking really good right now. So if we if we do lose in the semi-final due to the opening being better or anything like that, mm. that would be fine as long as we we break our quarterfinal curse and uh, and if we do end up winning the other competitions like like you said, the league titles almost mm-hmm. wrapped up. If we do get yeah. the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup as well, I think that would still constitute a very successful season.
0: Yeah, but but City league. did achieve the semi-final uh, target in under Pellegrini, though. Yeah.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I mean, we did. But that season goal. we didn't oh. have win anything. That was just one semi-final, and we were nowhere in the league, <laughs> nowhere mm. in any of the cup competitions. So.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: But yeah, but you're right with the with the <laughs> owners. I mean, we um they have invested more than a billion pounds in the last ten years or so, and uh, <laughs> they would definitely want to see um. Progress in the Champions League. So, yeah, the owners will be disappointed if we if we again like if we go out in the early stages. But, but yeah, for City fans, like if we if we don't progress in the CL, but we do end up doing well in the other competitions. I mean, I would be still be disappointed, but not too much. I would I would still be happy with the season that we have had, especially in this COVID times when we have games every three days, players getting injured left, right, and center you see so many teams are struggling with inconsistency mm. and mm. so that would yeah looking at everything that would still make a very successful season
0: yeah i think the game changer for this season for city was the signing of ruben Diaz. La.
1: yeah before before yeah. the signing of ruben Diaz, we were really struggling in the league we lost 5-2 to Leicester. oh we yes, yes. Like, we conceded like three penalties in that game and we were not looking really good and there were questions about Pep yeah. as well. Whether he's lost the plot, whether he can rebuild the yeah. squad. So City was in a mid-table
0: table back then, right?
1: We were, yeah, we were twelfth, I think, at the beginning of yeah. the season after losing to Spurs, I remember. <laughs> mm. But that was, yeah, after the, after that loss, City actually turned it around and Pep seemed to have found a new system with moving Cancelo into midfield, and, mm. and that really, yeah, that really brought good form and we started to win games from then on.
2: Yeah, the emergence yeah. of Cancelo as well is quite interesting, like whenever he plays, I never see him play as a fullback, but when Carl Walker plays, he almost exclusively plays as a fullback, so it's just something that, it, it seems like it's something that only Cancelo can do and not like, oh, whoever I play as a right back, you can go and play in midfield, it's not, it's not like that, so it seems like Cancelo is a specialist in that kind of role.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, actually, Pep even ha- Pep did a similar thing in Bayern with uh, Joshua Kimmich. Yeah. Uh, he he was a traditional right back. He started to drop into midfield, and we are now seeing Pep doing the same thing with Cancelo. So with Lam as well
2: before that,
1: with Lam as well. Yeah, yeah, he did he did that with Lam as well in his first season. Um, and Cancelo Cancelo can also play left back. Um, we saw one uh, an amazing cross by Cancelo again the game against Gladbach in the first leg. Yeah. Mm. And he, yeah, he's he's really. Um, I mean, he's, he. When he doesn't play, you can actually
2: see um, how they miss him. So, uh, would you say that Walker isn't good enough to do that, perform that role at City?
1: Um, I think Walker is more of a traditional right back. I mean, he's more um, focused on the defensive side of things. Not really more like not really on the offensive side. Yeah, uh, I mean, if we are playing teams like like say United, for example, who have really fast counter-attacking players in Rashford yeah. and James, in such games you would prefer like Walker to start because to counter that threat of like if we are if we are playing like teams like yeah United, Liverpool's mm-hmm. and all, but in the in the games against teams that play like a low block, like you say the Portos and and the rest, it's. Cancelo is preferred because uh, you we like to dominate the ball, create more chances, and Cancelo is pretty good in 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 doing those things. Yeah. So I would actually prefer both of them starting. Like I, I would like Cancelo to start left back because he does a good job there as well. Even though Zinchenko this season has been really good for us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, again with Man City, it's so easy to talk about this because we have so many options. The squad <laughs> depth is amazing. <laughs> so it's just, we are just spoiled for choice, basically.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it, like, sorry, I just had another sidetrack question as well, thinking about the squad depth. It seems like City haven't really missed Kevin De Bruyne as well, like at the moment he has been injured, has coincided with City's probably best form of the season.
1: Yeah, uh, so actually, um, um, when we won the title in the 2018-2019 season, when we did that domestic treble, we actually didn't have KDB for majority of the season. Yeah. Um, Bernardo Silva played in midfield, and you see how, how good Bernardo has been this season. I mean, even though he started off a bit slow last season, he was off. But Bernardo, the presence of Bernardo, Foden, and of course, Gundogan as well, um, you can... In the absence of KDB, Gundogan has really stepped up with important yeah. goals. And we also have Phil Foren coming in. So basically yeah, we have not really missed KDB this season. But of course, KDB is still an amazing addition to have. And he will help us in in games where maybe the others cannot do it with that killer pass, that killer cross of KDB. You see that he, he, he can pick a pass out of nowhere, which other players might not be able to do. But yeah, we have not missed KDB in the league so much, but uh, we will need him in the Champions League and other tournaments, I believe.
0: Another player that you have not missed is Sergio Aguero. Yes, uh, he just good. got his first Premier League goal uh, against Fulham, and when he when he got injured, we we assumed that City would struggle for goals because he had, uh, City has been relying on him for goals for the past few seasons.
1: Yeah, with Aguero, I mean, um, it's been uh, such a difficult time for Aguero. He's been getting one injury after another. And, and when he comes back as well, he, he'll pick another injury in training or he'll pick up an injury early in the game and then he has to go off. But, uh, yeah, again, this um, it comes down to the brilliance of Pep again. He finds a system, he finds a false nine. The false nine worked wonders for us um, ever since Aguero got injured, and um, yeah. even though Jesus is always on and off, um, yeah. but the false nine system, I'm I'm really satisfied with how Pep found the false nine system with four sometimes playing there, KDB, sometimes playing there, Gundogan being the most successful one. So we haven't missed Aguero really this. I mean, I I do feel as a City fan that uh, I think Aguero's time at at City is coming to an end. I believe this is his last season. Mm. As much as it pains me to see it, um, it was going to happen eventually anyway.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was. was. But he has been a very consistent and very loyal servant. City.
1: he's been uh, yeah, he's been an all time great of the yeah, Premier League. Yeah. I think Premier League's one of the best strikers the league has ever seen, alongside Drogba, Shearer, Rooney, and all of those players. Yeah. And, I think, you can yeah, he's one um, of
0: the uh legends for City. He's, he's during, our uh, legend,
1: alongside yeah. David Silva, Company, yeah. all these players. We, we have seen them leaving season after season, but now we have a very young squad, I think. That is really building for the future with the likes of Foden and all who will start to shine soon. But yeah, I think it's, it's the end for Aguero. I do think that.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, the summer transfer window, uh, where should uh, Manchester City strengthen? What do you think?
1: I think as good as uh, this false nine system has been for us, and uh, we do need a proper striker. I know City are in for Haaland. Um, I do hope that Man City do sign a proper striker, whether it is Holland or I, I've seen them being linked with Harry Kane as well. <laughs> but if City do manage to pull off uh, signing like Holland, um, then I think we and and I think we do need to sign a left back as well, given Mendy's injury problems, mm. and Vinchenko uh, is our only. Option there, I know Cancelo can play left back as well, but we do need those traditional left backs and mm. traditional strikers. Mm. Because if you see, uh, if you see season after season, uh, Man City do change the way they play. They mm. don't really keep the same style often. Like uh, in Pep's yeah. first season, we had we relied a lot on Agüero and Jesus, the two strikers. But then after that, we started to play more of like a false nine and. I think next, just to keep the opponents guessing, I think you have to evolve every season at uh, something Liverpool haven't done.
2: <laughs> they yes. have stuck
1: with the front three for the last three, four years, and now you can see um, like how mm. they are, how they are suffering this season. So I think we need to sign a striker and a left back. Uh, I would be happy if it's Holland, given his goal-scoring <laughs> record. I think he has like 45 goals in 45 games. <laughs> mm. It's quite incredible and he's only 20. <laughs> and given his like ties with City, I think his dad played for Man City as well. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the two areas I believe that we do need yeah. to on Also,
0: um, the rumours with Lionel Messi doesn't go away with Pep at City. What do you think
1: about that? Uh, Messi, Messi, Messi. I mean, I was so excited last season when I was actually, I actually believed that Messi would join City. But after yeah, he, he submit the
0: transfer, transfer request, right?
1: Yeah, the transfer request, and then all of a sudden, the things that happened in Barcelona, the president blocked his move. Um, I actually don't think Messi would will come to City. Um, I mean, I think last year was his best chance. Uh. I don't think he will be joining City, especially if City do start to look for other positions, try to look, for, look to strengthen in other positions. It's still possible. I think we could sign Messi, but it would just be to enhance our global brand, I think. Yeah. Because Man City are still looking to build that global fan base like Liverpool, United and Arsenal have. Hmm. Messi would really help sell those also, shirts and bring that revenue to the club yeah
0: i think also messi's age doesn't fit into Pep's profile of uh, nurturing young players or young team something like that yeah it
1: doesn't it doesn't fit into what he's been doing at city but maybe that extra competition would improve players like foden and jesus around him so if that does happen we wouldn't we won't see messi playing every game i believe i think he might like play like how fernandinho plays for us this season one game a week Given his age, but yeah, the signing of Messi would be more to do with things off the pitch, I believe, at this stage rather than things on the pitch.
0: Mm-hmm. Ajun, any comments?
2: Yeah, so, um, if Messi is signed, I think I don't know, uh, 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 personally, I feel like it would sort of destroy the balance of the team a little bit just because Messi is uh, he's a luxury player, similar to how like Ozil plays, where um. If he, the, the team sort of has to do the hard work a, a little bit for him, but of course Messi can really drag the team or carry the team through uh, with his moment, uh, magic moments, but uh, given his age as well, I think um, it would be a bit of a luxury player, where uh, in very difficult games, he's going to give that spark, give something extra to Man City, but in easier games, I think he would be a slight burden even on Man City, given that how has drilled these rotations, player rotations, the player movement um, on this Man City squad, I don't think Messi will quite fit in, just because like Messi's playing style involves a lot of walking around these days, uh, conserving energy and striking at the appropriate time. So personally, it feels like probably one season more at Barcelona, and he might go to the MLS. That's how it seems likely uh, right now.
1: Yeah, uh, no, I completely agree with you. I think that's what's going to happen. I don't think, yeah, because you see Messi play in Barcelona. He, Barcelona as a club just revolves around him, like on the pitch as well. You see him like giving orders to Griezmann and, um, and everyone around him. I don't think that's the kind of player Man City would want in their team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even, even if we do sign him, it will just be for to enhance our image, I think, all, or, all over the world. But it won't really be like because he. Yeah, I do believe that at this age he might not like he might cause disharmony in the dressing room and it won't be good for young players like Foden and Nanko. So, yeah, yeah, he'll I, I very I, high I think wages as well. As
2: well.
1: Sorry,
2: he'll command very high wages as well. He'll probably like disrupt Oh the yeah, the, the wages
1: is another thing. Yeah, yeah. messy. I think he, he he demands like one million per week or something. <laughs> I don't think that's possible, given our recent history with financial fair yeah. play. <laughs> so I think it might be very difficult to pull off a move like that.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think also because Man City, they don't have like uh, insanely high salary as such, but it's like a lot of players on the like 200,000 mark or things like that. Say so because you have a lot of uh, good players in the squad.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, with city if you see like um we don't really have egos in the team actually we don't have that one player that we rely on totally like yeah like you would do if you sign messi um mm-hmm. i think city are quite balanced in that every player has a vital role to play in the team so yeah we we and if you look at man city's transfer his uh, transfer record in the past we don't really sign the most big name players yeah, uh, we have usually been signing players that fit into a system more often. Like uh, we don't, we are very opposite to what United do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so with City, I I don't see that happening. Um, I I see a signing like Haaland happening definitely. Uh, I think it's it would be. I think that's a signing that's really close. Uh, and City would definitely sign some uh, a left back as well. I think from the Portuguese league or some or the Spanish League. Those mm. are signings that I think that, that will happen.
0: Yeah, I think either way, it's, it's comforting to feel that Pep Guardiola knows what he's doing la, and what he wants. Oh, I
1: mean, he is, uh, at least for City fans, I think uh, he's the best coach of all time. <laughs> um, given, looking at his success in Bayern, Barcelona, and now Man City, I mean, he really knows how to build squads and then rebuild them again. So mm. I have full faith in what what. I have full faith in what Pep is doing at the club so he's proved himself time and time again in building squads
0: Do you fear the day that he come to come when he we want to leave
1: Oh that will be the most uh, disappointing moment for city fans
0: Yeah
1: <laughs> that time will come I believe he's extended it uh, he's extended his contract for 2 years but uh, I think he does want to manage Spain eventually so hmm. I don't think he will um, be at City for more like after two years. I think I think two years, two years is more is the best we might get out of him. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just basically we just need to enjoy the success that we get in that time. And hopefully the club has a good plan. Post-Pep, we might find a problem. We might probably get a very young coach who will follow his footsteps because we he has built a culture around the club. So, I think the club will continue to follow that culture after Pep leaves.
0: Yeah. Alright, Uh, Yash, any last uh, parting comments before we end?
1: Yeah, um, I think, I hope that we do well in the Champions League this season. <laughs> we don't go out in the quarterfinals like we have been and hopefully we do finish the Premier League as Champions very soon. We do win the FA Cup and Carabao Cup as well, but yeah, looking forward to a very successful ending of the season. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, all the best to Manchester City. Uh, once again, uh, thank you, Yash, for joining us today.
1: Yep, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, fellow listeners, once again, if you have any comments about our episode or what you want us to do in the future, please do leave us a DM on our Instagram. My Instagram is at Steven there is Stephen underscore R-O-C-K underscore On. There's S T E P H E N underscore R O C K underscore O N. And Arjun's Instagram handle is at Ruven Arjun. There is at R V A N A R J U N. Once again, this episode, this podcast is brought to you by Sasha Bakery and Isuboy SG. Thanks, Arjun. Thanks, Yash. We'll see you all next time. Bye bye.